Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is the Twisted Villain Podcast. Today we'll be going over being bad, toxic, and fake. Yo, let's get twisted. All right. Before we start, you know, let's um do a recap. Yo, we had um we had a good we had a good podcast last week on um leadership. This time we're gonna be talking about the Dom. Last week. Leadership wasn't last week. Polly was last week, man. No, it was leadership. No, it was Polly. Oh, it was Polly. We had a great, we had a great conversation about Polly. See, look, y'all know I I got a lot going on, a lot of the editing. What happened was I had did some snippets and uh, through the snippets, it all messed me up. But yeah, we did Polly last week, so we're going to, we're going to start with that. We're going to start into this toxic. Um, have you okay? I'm gonna start off first. Have you ever have you ever had a moment where you felt like you were a bad dime looking back at it, like ooh, I could, or bad master where you're like ooh, I should have did this better? No, like I don't think I ever did anything that was um, bad to be honest with you because I I was doing things the way I wanted to do things and not knowing like you can't say you were doing bad things when you were, you didn't know you were doing bad things. Well, maybe I shouldn't have tied someone up in public at the club. Um, maybe I shouldn't have did some things on top of a car. Oh, top whoa! The street. Like, maybe, like maybe I shouldn't have did those things, but eh, I don't really call those being bad. Um, so it's whatever. Like, like, what's your definition of bad, though? Like, I, I think those things are good. Like, okay, good and fun things. I would say like being like something bad would be like, you know, um, maybe you didn't really understand the vetting process properly. So you kind of skipped over it. just like little things that not necessarily make you toxic or fake. It's just stuff that you didn't properly do because you weren't properly educated. A lot of times, just a lot of times being a bad dime is just about not being properly educated a lot of times. Well, if you're just starting out and you really don't know exactly what to do, that wouldn't necessarily make you bad. Well, if you're playing football and you don't know how to do something, then you'd be a but you'd be a bad football player. I, I get what you mean on that part. Let's see. I would say yes. Then if, if that's the case, I was um I was a bad top because when I first came in, I was a top and I didn't understand I didn't understand the vetting process. Uh, and I was like I said, I went to munches and stuff just to figure out what was going on. I dove into books about um, rope bondage and things like that. I I focused more on um, skill set than actual vetting and figuring out what it is that how I want to work, run this protocol thing because like I said when I first came in I was just a top and I wasn't worried about all the responsibilities and everything I just wanted to have fun uh, I feel you. okay well what's the top for those who don't know what a top what what what's the, let's break down the category so they can understand when we're using top bull dom pro dom all of that real quick so what are what are categories are we using we're using top Pro, we're using top, dom, look, top, master, dom, pro dom. Um, Isn't it your turn to have the the terminology? Because I did it last time. Oh, you have a better voice and you are more clear than me, so I'll let you do it. Whatever. That was, that was, that was a cute excuse. Let's, let's see here. Well, while we're getting that, while we're getting that together, um, have I been, I have been a bad dom before, and it was for lack of knowledge and just trying to figure stuff out. It wasn't Anything that I didn't understand, like, you know, um, I feel like a lot of times people are, a lot of times people in the lifestyle, what I've seen, they jump on people's backs for, you know, bringing vanilla type stuff into the lifestyle that they don't necessarily know about. Like the um, honorifications or catcalling, I guess, somewhat, you know, you get in a, um, 
uh, a sub on inbox and it's baby girl and you know princess you know you're not calling them by a name that's a good pronoun that you should use like I typically when I get in when I did go into people DMs or something like that I'll call them by their name on their fat life or whatever just, or whatever the name was but it was kick or something like that you know a lot of times I feel guys tend to lean back on what they used to do you know baby girl and all of that so I tend to stay away from using those but I have been there's been a couple of times where, you know, just in the way I handled things weren't handled correctly. And, you know, like I said, like you said, it's like football, you got to learn. And sometimes you will make those mistakes and you can't be held. You can't, if you made the change and the change has been seen, then regardless of what happened back then, you can't, you can't be held for that. I mean, you've made the changes, you understood what was done wrong. So, you know, it's no need to get crucified for stuff that you either didn't know or completely understood. Because if that was the case, a lot of these great football players wouldn't be great if they didn't know proper uh, pass blocking technique. They had to go out there and want to learn it, though. Most yeah. people aren't willing to go out there and learn the better techniques on vetting or getting to know someone. You're right. You're right. Um, I think I think a lot of it is just it's excitement. You know, you're into something new, so you just you ready to automatically run out there and try to be just playing, like you said. You, you don't know. You don't know your, your uh, proper stances, proper protocols. And yes, you do kind of have to get a, find somebody that mentors, find somebody that's good for you. Because it's not just because that because they're a dom and they've been a dom for a couple of years, they may not be a good fit for you as far as being a mentor. You know, so you have to kind of find a mentor that is kind of like you say in line with what maybe you think it should be. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so <clears throat> a top top is a person doing the action. Say you want to go and get paddled or spanked. The top would be the person actually doing the paddling or the spanking. Okay. Now, when it comes to the top, it doesn't actually mean that that person is your dominant or your master. It's just a person doing the action. That's it. Okay. And now, since I went over top, go over bottom. The bottom is the person that's receiving the action. That doesn't mean that that person is your submissive or slave. Just the person that is receiving the action. What was the other ones you wanted to know about? Let's, let's do Dom and Master because I feel like those two terms are very, a lot of times in the vanilla world are used interchangeably just because they sound so similar. That I'm, you know, I've heard people say sometimes, are you a Dom and you graduate to a Master or, you know, or is it, I, what, I, what I perceived by it was when I got into it, I was like, oh, you can either be, you can be both, but, you know, you choose which one you want to go for. Do you want to go for a Dom? Do you want to go for a master? The, I thought it was dependent on how how much control you wanted over over your potential bottom or slave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like a dominant, a person who exercises control over a submissive. Okay. Yeah, that's that's me. I'm I'm a dom. I'm a dom all day. I've, I'm a dom that has. Do you think doms? Can, do you think you can be a dom and have master tendencies or potential to be a master? Let me phrase it like that. They're a dom, but you know. I believe everyone has potential to do something. It just that potential depends on them. Uh, you know, I think sometimes it can be organic. I think sometimes you can start out in your dynamic being a diamond sub, and it may morph into you know, not morph, but naturally progress into a master slave situation, depending on you know if you're living together and all of those other factors. And I think sometimes you may start off with a master slave situation, and you realize, hey. This is too much for me. And there's nothing wrong with if you're a dom or you're a master and you realize you get into a dynamic or you start working and you realize that, hey, maybe this isn't what I thought it was. 
or maybe this isn't what I necessarily wanted to do. Like for a master, the master holds a whole lot more responsibility and control over the slave than they would have their control if they had a um, master submissive relationship. I haven't really seen one of those. Uh, well, I'm a master and I have a service king and I don't control I don't have as much control over her as I do my bunny. So that that would be the, the difference. But, and then I'm not my service kitten's master either. I, I would say I'm her dominant. Okay. So 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 and what we're saying is for, for those who don't get it, you can switch in between. You may have this title, but you can bounce between both. So it's not necessarily a level difference. It all depends on how the situation plays out. I wouldn't say because I don't switch between anything because I'm just me. It's just the level of control that that um, submissive submissive hands over to you. Or that level of submission that the slave hands over to you. that, That amount of control that you have over that person. I think a lot of people are, you know, jumping towards, you know, fake doms and real doms and real masters, real all of those. I think though, I think that term is being thrown out a lot loosely, a lot looser than what I think it should be, just because it's been an influx of people joining the lifestyle and the influx of people not understanding or going to munches or finding other doms. I think a lot of a lot of these people are just jumping into it and not having anybody that they can talk to or coach them on how to do this properly. Being a to- being a toxic dom is is more of a personality base. It's more like you're just being a toxic person. And when you're being a bad dom or master or bull or et cetera, I think that's just from a lack of knowledge sometimes. When it comes to the lack of knowledge, it's basically the same thing as before. When I was when we went over some of the leadership things, if you want to do better, you go out there and learn to do better. If you don't want to learn to do better, then you're gonna stay where you are and not go any deeper. Really, it's a personal decision. Like for me, I went out and went to munches, decided to go to different areas to see and talk to different people, learn different things, went to conferences, went to events because I wanted to learn. Now, if you don't want to put forward that effort and learn, especially during COVID when a lot of things are online for you to um, be a part of without even traveling anywhere, (laughs) then that's totally on you. And if that bottom submissive slave decides to stay with that person, then you deciding to stay where you where you are, and that's totally your decision. I agree. I think mine, like I said, I didn't do the munches and all of those. I ended up, like I said, I did a lot of reading online. I, I talked to you. I talked to another gentleman. Um, I have met a couple people online on other sites where I was able to talk to them and bounce ideas and, you know, really get a foothold. But, you know, I, I'm a lover of knowledge anyway. So once I got into it and I really put forth the effort, I really started to learn. You know, I've, I've read a couple of audiobooks. And, you know, if you're not, to, to be fair, y'all, if you don't, if you're not a person that can sit down and read a book, you know, maybe you're not a, maybe you're not a person that can sit down and read. Maybe you need to hear it. So, you know, there are different ways. And, you know, I definitely say, even if you don't get a complete mentor, just get somebody you can bounce ideas off who you feel is doing this in a um, in a healthy way. You know, that, that's the main thing is about just trying to find a person that you can learn from and take from. And you don't have to necessarily take everything that they do because I love Twisted Death, but and the other guy I learned from, I love both of these two guys to death, but I didn't take theirs verbatim. I took I took, I took stuff from them. I was like, okay, maybe this applies for me, but this doesn't necessarily apply for me. So you also have to pick apart 
what you agree with. And a lot of times when you have mentors, eventually that mentoree is going to go off and do their own thing. And they may, they may do things that you may not agree with, or it may not be something that is conducive to how you would do it. But that doesn't mean that they're being bad. They're just growing in their own way. I don't consider myself being a, um, a mentor to you. I did, was a brother, a friend, helping you out and just answering your questions. Yeah, I mean, but I think, I mean, you know, being, a, I think a mentor sometimes is misconstrued as like you t- learn from like, sometimes just having conversations with people. Like, I like when people ask me a lot, you know, I learned a lot from, from watching my brother and talking to him because some people don't have the ability to go to munches, but when you are, when you have somebody that's in the life that is doing it healthy, just talking to them. Like, I used to just pick your brain for hours and be like, what do you think about this? And Twiz is like, yo, this is what it is. I'm like, all right. So I just had to, kind of put it together. Well, now, give you my advice. That's it. Yeah. And how now, I see things. Now, as far as toxic, toxic, um, toxic tops, doms, goes, and all of those, I feel like one of the key things is when they're breaking rules that aren't, that you set up, like, you know, if I, like, for, I'm going to use the, um, the stuffy situation. If they say, oh, you know, I'll never, I'll never destroy any of your stuffies, and then they turn around and get in the dynamic and, like, First time you use something really majorly horrible, they're trying to burn every stuffy in the room. Or, you know, if you say, hey, we can do this, but when we're around my family, I don't want them to know that we're in this type of um, dynamic. And they get there and they're trying to do all kind of dynamic stuff where they're not supposed to or, you know, um, texting inappropriate stuff at inappropriate times, you know, just being, you know, toxic, you know, not you know, keeping them on a head spin and stuff like that. You know, we, we've all heard the horror stories of toxic people. You know, um, I heard I, I heard one story of, um, for instance, I can give you a scenario where, you know, if you tell, uh, if you tell them, hey, listen, when I'm in school, you know, don't, you know, don't text me as much or I'm trying to do stuff and, you know, they're trying to be out of line and texting you all kind of ways. You got to watch that, you know, so you have to, you have to be mindful of, of, of what you do as a, as a bottom too. If you see the signs, maybe you should pull back, you know, be, being toxic is a very dangerous thing. And, you know, we deal with that in the vanilla world and we deal with it over here, you know, you know, you know, lying, you know, if, if you find out that your top or your, or your dom, if you actually dom, if they were single and come to find out, they they got a whole family and they didn't tell you and they and they're still trying to keep it going after they find out. Just be honest. That, that's totally up to the problem. Once again, vetting and once that person goes against your no um the things that you negotiated, then why stay? Okay. It, okay, so it might be harder. It might take longer to find someone that actually does the things that you want that you want to do, but that's okay. You can't find someone just to give you a certain thing until you find a person that can give you another thing that you want. You know, once again, that goes into the whole poly aspect, I, um, the whole poly part of it as well. One person could be an excellent spanker, yeah. but you don't want to get that. You don't want to give that person none of your your control. Okay, and then you come across someone that you want to give your control to, and you also want to have that person who's an excellent spanker talk to the person that's in control, and be like. One of the negotiation parts of it could be, I know this person who I like to spank me, 
I don't want you to have control over me. Can I still have this person spank me from time to time or whatever y'all negotiate? Mm -hmm. So negotiation, you got to make sure you lay everything on the table and be upfront and honest with what you want and how you want it. Something any better, you know. And if you know, if you're one of the people that have trust issues about, you know, that stuff, then, you know, definitely with, when it comes out of event and make sure that that person that you're talking to has, if you're a person that needs somebody who has a foothold in the community, then I would definitely say, um, you know, make sure that they they have the correct um, knowledge of people that you may want to know. So maybe you feel comfortable with a dom that you're vetting and you go to other people within a community, that's your local community or their local community that does know them. So, you know, if you're vetting somebody or somebody's trying to vet you and you find out, oh, they don't know anybody within the local community and you don't feel comfortable, then I would tell you, tell that top, or the dom, hey, look, I would feel more comfortable if you were around more people within the community because those are things you have to deal with sometimes. Sometimes the doms, the people that you come across may be into the lifestyle but are not community active. Now you can go and say that to a dominant and this is where the, was it the bad and toxic could come from? Yeah. They can just go in there on fat in the community or go to a bunch or two just to say, oh, I know these people or I introduce myself to these people so they know my name. So when you go ask this person about it, like, yeah, I saw him at, a, I think, a month or two, like, just to show that you acted in the community just because a couple people know your name in the community does not mean you're actually in the community unless you're showing up to things inside of your community. You're right. And okay, now let me preface this by saying this. Just because you are in the lifestyle and you you don't necessarily have to be in the community. I know a lot of people gonna jump down my throat with saying that. Saying like, what? Like saying you don't necessarily have to be in the complete community. As far as like, you know, going to munches, everybody isn't everybody isn't a munch person. Very true. I'm not, you know, I I'm consider myself a, a member of the lifestyle, but I'm not, I'm not. I'm not known. I'm not known within my community, my local community. Gotcha. You know? And you know, that's a lot of times. A lot of times, what people will sometimes do is, when they look at you, they're like, "Oh, you know, you claim you know all of this," and then they go ask the local community, "Yo, do you know this person?" They're like, "Oh, we ain't never seen him before." Then you know, the whole discrediting comes in, and you know, you have to give me mindful of those things too. Sometimes about people, you have to know the person you're dealing with. You also got to realize that there's more than one part of the community. There's the rope community. There's the, you can say the POC community. And wait, 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 wait. What's the, the POC community? The people of color community. Okay. The, the leather community. Like they're the gay community, the bear community, okay. trans community. There's all these different types of community. So when you say, I want my dominant or master to be in the community, what parts of the community you want to dominate to be in? Do you want them to be in all the communities? Yeah. Do you want them to be being able to communicate and be a part of the community as a whole? Or do you just want them to be a part of the rope and the POC community? And, or do you, you know, want them to be a part of the POC rope community? Oh, you know, they may, and, you know, for some, they may be part of what I, I call a new community, which is kind of like a, the social media community, where, you it's know, now. I mean, it's, it's a weird community to be a part of, but I feel like, you know, a lot of times people now with the advent of social media and the advent of TikTok, 
people are finding that they're they're able to get into these communities where like, hey, there's a big, mo- oh, I'm a dime. Okay, this is what I've been doing. And now they're discovering it. And so now they're finding a niche of people where, you know, they have that, they have that representation now that they may not have had because, you know, I mean, I've been, I've been living in the city. I've been living it for years and didn't know that there was a local dungeon and that was right near my high school for years. And all of a sudden, you know, you, you find out I was there. And, you know, it, it's one of the things that, you know, when you get into this lifestyle, a lot of times it's, there's no roadmap initially to say, oh, I want to go into BDSM and where do I go? Where's the first place I look at? But with the adventation, with the, you know, social media blowing up of it, now there are, there are many different venues and many different ways that you can become active in your community. That's mine. So the reason why you don't know exactly where the dungeons and, and things are when you first come in, because some of the things that we do are illegal <laughs> and you can't just be putting out the information all willy nilly to everybody. Very so true. unless you know someone and they feel comfortable with letting you know where the dungeon is, then you're not going to know what a dungeon is. Uh. Like when I first came into the community, I didn't know there was a dungeon, let me see, about 30 minutes away. And there's another one about an hour and some change away. I didn't know this stuff until I started going to different things and looking at different avenues looking, searching for the things that I wanted to do and I wanted to be a part of. Yeah, I did that too. Like, you know, my first introduction to find out any of that was, you know, I had had a fet life. And I remember when I first got into the lifestyle, I was talking to Twist about it one time. And he was like, oh, you should create a fet life. And I was like, all right, cool. And I had already created a fet life and didn't know it because I didn't know what it was. I just typed in, I think I typed in freaks, like freak websites. And that popped up, and I created one that I didn't know what it was. I had been sitting there, so when I went to create one, I found out, oh, wait, I'm already a member. He was like, you remember? I like, man, I didn't know what this was, bro. And, you know, I got in, and even within the first, I think the first two or three months, I was on it, but I didn't know, you know, I didn't start looking until I started talking to Twist and some other people, and they were like, oh, you know, go look here, and, you know, you got to search, you know, look around Fat Life. And once I started looking around Fat Life, I started seeing things. I went, oh, okay. And that's how I found out about mine from just, you know, looking around and actually being, like, like you said, searching, doing doing research. And I was like, oh, it's one way. Cool. Then when I found out where it was, I was like, oh, that's, that's real wild. So, and with that being said, I've just been villainized.